This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Monday morning, everybody. It is November 18th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. All right, friends, you never want to underestimate the chance for some freezing drizzle, but it's really spotty in nature this morning. We're talking about a largely dry Monday. The exception would be some patchy drizzle that could be freezing this morning. Even through the afternoon, you'll get that wintry mix. Otherwise, it's just the untreated surfaces that warrant some watching for that morning commute. Even some flurries flying to the north. Clouds win a high of 36 degrees, and then tonight things change for sure. As we near that drive home, you're still mostly dry, the chance for just that wintry mix to some light rain. But as we go closer to 8, 9 o'clock tonight, now the heavier rain is picking up. We've got that changeover to sleet happening, and by midnight, it's snowing in the Adirondacks. No matter how that wintry mix sets up tonight, I think already by 3 a.m. tomorrow morning, we all change over to snow, and this will end as a quick burst of snow. And most of it tomorrow morning, already out of here by 11 o'clock in the morning, but there can be quite a bit of moderate snowfall across the higher terrain. A few inches can't be ruled out here in parts of the capital region. And again, things can be slick for tomorrow morning's drive, more so because of that changeover to snow, much more of an impact early Tuesday. Temperatures for tomorrow, a high of 41 degrees. It's breezy. Coming up, we hang with clouds. Dry time on Wednesday, a high of 42. And I think already by Thursday, we get some more sunshine. We will track some late evening rain, a high of 45 on Thursday. But coming up Friday, that's another change where we notice after some morning rain, you wake up in the upper 40s Friday, falling temperatures tell the story. And then we'll talk about the chance for this weekend to get that colder air coming back, low 40s Saturday and Sunday, and maybe a couple of snowflakes to end the weekend. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news today, state police searching for the driver involved in a deadly hit and run. Troopers say early yesterday morning, they found a 46-year-old woman who'd been hit and killed along Route 30 near Sakandaga Outdoor Equipment in the town of Northampton. They're looking for a red pickup truck now with damage to its passenger side headlight. New details after a large house fire displaces two local families just before the holidays. The Red Cross now helping those six people affected by that Saturday night fire. It happened around 7 on Kenworthy Ave in Glens Falls. Everyone was able to make it out okay. Another meeting to discuss PFOA contamination in Hoosick Falls. The Hoosick Falls Community Participation Work Group will be meeting at 6 o'clock tonight at Hoosick Falls High School. The group serves as a liaison, if you will, for the community as they continue to work with state agencies involved in addressing the contamination there in Hoosick Falls. And as this next round of winter weather hits, Governor Cuomo is urging drivers to prepare for slippery conditions. State agencies are keeping a close eye on the roads. The governor's office also reminding drivers to keep your gas tank full and use caution on bridges as ice can form quicker than on roads. And today, the shelters of Saratoga will launch Hunger and Homelessness Awareness Week. It features the Take One, Leave One coat drive, providing warm coats and gear for anyone in the downtown area who needs it. The rack located on the sidewalk in front of Fingerpate to make items accessible to those who are in need. Happening today, the Zero Abuse Project. It's a nonprofit mm -hmm. organization and they're hosting a town hall in Saratoga. The event will be taking place at the Empire State College campus. That's where we find News NBC's Jamie DeLine this morning with more for us. Jamie, good morning. Ryan and Christina, good morning. Some survivors have waited years for justice, and tonight's town hall will teach them about ways they can go after their abusers now that the Child Victims Act is in place. The law went into effect in August, allowing a one-year look-back window for survivors of sexual abuse to sue their abuser or an institution no matter how long ago the abuse took place. 
Prosecutors can bring criminal charges against abusers until the victim is 28 years old, and survivors can file a civil suit until they are 55 years of age. At tonight's event, child welfare advocates and sexual abuse prevention experts will be on hand to talk with survivors about how they can seek justice. It goes from 5.30 to 7.30 right here at Empire State College. But for now, reporting live in Saratoga, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC. And over the next two days, a uh, Shark Tank style, uh, Capital Region style Shark Tank event happening. As someone, uh, 19 entrepreneurs rather, from across New York State, are going to be pitching their ideas in front of a live audience and some judges. It's called Fuse Hub 2019. And there's $400,000 to be awarded, split amongst six companies. And this year, one company has a chance to win a grand prize of an additional $100,000. Now, the funds that the winners receive must be used to improve their products. So this gives young entrepreneurs a real chance to see how their product plays out in the real world. Our Ben Ryan is live on that story this morning. Stay tuned for more, but it sounds very cool. And it looks like the Tri-City Valley Cats will be able to keep their affiliation with Major League Baseball. Under a recently announced plan by the MLB, 42 minor league teams were to be cut for the 2021 season. According to that report, though, the Valley Cats are not on that list. According to this proposal, the Valley Cats could then become a full-season affiliate with a 76-game schedule that starts in April instead of mid-June. And hey, can Patriots fans expect to see Gronk back on the field for the playoffs? Uh, he's been dropping a lot of hints on the social media. It started over the weekend, the former tight end <laughs> taking to social media, saying he can't wait to share some big news with his fans. That big announcement supposedly coming tomorrow morning. And the timing is curious. See, Gronk said he was done retiring from the NFL, but he has remained on the injured reserve list and has until the end of the month to reach his ultimate decision about his future in the league. If he doesn't make a decision by November 30th, he will be ineligible to play this year, and essentially he's done, right? But again, according to his Instagram, he'll be making that announcement tomorrow morning. Stay tuned. Morning's Giving on 10 now, and we'd like to highlight the 13th annual Day of Simple Giving. All right, the event held by Grassroots Givers in Albany took place over the weekend. That's what you're seeing right here. Hundreds of volunteers coming out to assemble gift bags for local groups in need. Those bags included books for our troops, toiletry kits, household items. The fundraiser benefits local food pantries, Albany City Schools, the Albany Housing Coalition, the Norma Chapman Center, the Boys and Girls Club, and many more, we're wow. told. Terrific. Let us know how people are giving back where you live, helping others in need. Just send us a little information and a photo to news at news10.com or put it on social media with that hashtag givingon10. We'll get it on air and online. For 78 years, David Benjamin grew up thinking he was an only child and that his father, Hobart Benjamin, died in war. Fast forward to a month ago when, thanks to a curious cousin's interest in genealogy, he found out otherwise. I mean, find out, you know, well, you know, I was delighted, you know, geez, I, 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 I'm not an only child, I, I do have somebody of blood. Turns out he has siblings and his father was a traveler. <laughs> This morning, one of David's half-brothers, Edward, driving from Burlington, Massachusetts to Loudonville to meet his brother for the first time. They noticed the similarities right away. I look at David and, and I, I see my father in his face, the older face with the beard. I also see the sort of mannerisms, you know, I'm a clown, I'm pretty sure he's a clown. 
Edward grew up with his father Hobart in his life. He never knew about David, but knew he had half-siblings in Canada. I just find out a short time ago that we existed. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good feeling, very good feeling. It's yeah. just too bad that we didn't know all our lives. So we've got, I've got almost 80 years to catch up on. <laughs> Edward made the visit recently to meet Dina and Peter Benjamin in Canada. How you doing? Hey, what you doing, bitch? Both Dina and Peter FaceTiming today so they could see David's face for the first time. To find out they have an extended family, that's just, that's icing on the cake. For David and his newfound family, it's a day best described by Frank Sinatra. Fly me to the moon and take me to the stars. <laughs> you took me well over the moon. In Loudonville, Cassie Hudson, News 10, ABC. Do you enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.